two boys move to a new home with their mother after she has face-changing cosmetic surgery, but under her bandages is someone the children don't recognize. This is going to be Goodnight Mommy this week on That's Terrible. Uh, Jeff, we gotta we gotta clear the air real quick. Okay. Uh, last week I teased a foreign horror movie, one of the scariest movies to ever exist, supposedly, and uh, that we did, we weren't able to get that done right now. So this is not yeah. this is not that movie. This is an Austrian horror thriller, uh, which is quite the fucking trip. Um, and I, I honestly feel that that synopsis kind of does this movie a i don't know if it does it a disservice but it doesn't actually tell you what the movie's about sort of no not really but don't worry we're gonna do that for you <laughs> yeah we're, we're gonna do that for you um so let's let's run down real quick we have these twin boys um and but, okay let's just say first off this is not an american style horror movie um no. i definitely would liken this to like the babadook um and some of i uh, said so i know i talk about this movie every week some of it follows in that <laughs> this movie does not jump at you there's no jump scares um it is setting a stage and it is letting that stage be horrifying and yeah. i don't know about you but for the most part i thought that fucking worked like every second yeah i was a little skeptical at first it was it was a pretty slow movie in my eyes, but I, I wasn't really paying attention to what was happening in the background. I was just taking it for what it was. So for me, it was kind of slow. And then towards like the last 25% of the movie, it fucking took off like, <laughs> like yeah. a bat out of hell. <laughs> Once some of this like confrontation starts happening, um, you really get into the thick of the movie. So we have, it's kind of like an art house piece, right? Like it's, it's not explaining a lot to you. Relatively speaking, the first half of the movie has like very little dialogue. And so we're getting, we're getting the acting from these two kids, which is great. Like they look the same, but throughout the course of the movie, you can kind of just look at them and tell which is which Uh, one of them becomes much more like, brooding and angry and the other ones like kind of nervous and skeptical let's say yeah and the whole course of this movie is about these two kids and them not believing that the woman under these bandages and then eventually after the bandages come off they don't believe that it's her mother because of the way she's acting the things she's doing the way she's punishing them i will go ahead and say them um, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they don't believe that it's her. And to the point where they eventually tie her up to a bed and some of the most painful body horror <laughs> fucking comes yeah, how, out, man. how do you feel about that? Cause I know you don't like that. Like, I don't know that oh. just cringe worthy body work type of shit. There was so much like genuinely good body horror in this movie. <laughs> It, like it had me it it had me going uh luckily there was nothing involving the nails uh that's the thing i <laughs> absolutely cannot and will not do um but so you know before we get into some more of this what was your well let's go ahead and say favorite um body horror 
experiment in this movie. I mean, I liked it all. The one thing that I did think was creative that I didn't think would be effective until I actually saw it, but it's the super glue on the eyes. That would fuck me up. So now um, I have a question about that. So they, at one point, they super glue her mouth shut. And in one of the most brilliant executions of tension ever, um, one of the boys attempts to cut the super glue uh, from her mouth to to reopen her mouth and ends up snipping her lip and blood goes oh. everywhere. Um, <laughs> so you you think that was super glue that was on her eyes later? Yeah, yeah, it was it was later. The super glue on the lips I could deal with, but on my eye, I it's kind of like how I feel. How you feel about nails is kind of how f- I feel about eyes. Yeah, like I don't do I don't do eyes very well. They're they're sensitive and they're weaklings part of the body. And yeah, I, I don't know. Just fuck very with vulnerable. Me. <laughs> um, so I I'm not one hundred percent sold on the idea that it was actually super glue. You know, um, this happens after she she's untied from the bed. She gets up. She's uh, peed herself, and it's. You know, the, the sheets are soiled and the kids are like, hey, we're not going to clean this. Uh, so <laughs> get up and clean the bed. <laughs> so she does. And then she runs. Um, the kids have laid a trap and she trips and fucking knocks herself out outside. When she awakens again, uh, where like her hands are super glued to the ground, right? Yes. Like that's how she's kept in captivity the second time. But yeah. as soon as she wakes up, her eyes kind of open. And the kid has a candle. So I was kind of thinking that was like candle wax or something. Because it it didn't seem like her eyes were like closed. It just seemed like there was something on them and it was probably painful. I just thought it was super glue from the whole lips thing. And then obviously she was super glued to the floor. So I assumed that Hmm. they put super glue on her eyes. Either way, whichever one of those it is, it's (laughs) fucked up. It is fucked um, up. I did not enjoy the floss when they held her mouth open and were just flossing very fucking hard to destroy the shit out of her gums. Oh, I don't remember that part. Oh, yeah, no, she was, she was, uh, it was when she was in the bed and uh, at one point they, oh, wow. I want to say it was the part where they, they put the thing in her mouth to keep it open. Um, they were just oh. flossing and they were just using some floss and they were f- fucking going hard <laughs> at her gums. Um, <laughs> you're going to have good oral hygiene. If we have anything to say about it, <laughs> <laughs> you tell us to floss, you floss. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that was, that was cringeworthy. Um, yeah, yeah. So the, the whole part of this movie that, you know, these boys are acting weird in a way. Um, she's disciplining one of them and ignoring the other one. And she says things like, you know, you know why you're the only one who gets dinner and that sort of stuff. Uh, we come to find out at the end of the movie that one of the boys is dead. Uh, he's been dead the whole time. That's why the mother um, told Elias to stop talking to Lucas. Lucas is dead. Yeah, That's why she didn't make him dinner. That's why she, you know, never responded to him that sort of stuff uh were you clued in to that at all like was that effective for you the fact that he was not actually there 
for a brief moment, which was actually at the beginning when Elias asked for juice and he asked why she didn't get any for Lucas. And she said, if Lucas wants some, he can ask me himself. And then I was like, man, is he fucking dead? But then, I don't know. I just thought Lucas like royally fucked over his mom in some way. And she was super pissed about it because they did that. They played it off very well to make you think that Lucas did something pretty horrible. And in my head, the dad wasn't in the picture. So like, fuck, what did a hunting accident go bad? And he like killed his dad and his mom's never going to forgive him for it. So they were very good at playing that up. Yeah, there was this like undertone of maybe he's the reason that her face got fucked up. Like, yeah, we're not actually we're not actually told in the movie what her face was wrapped up for. Um, she says at one point, hey, the doctors told me to get some rest and to leave the bandages on. Uh, don't let anyone in the house. Don't fucking bother me. I'm, I'm resting. Um, yeah. And even in that in that first conversation about the juice, Elias leans over and he's like, hey, you, I think you should apologize. Like, <laughs> I think you should yeah. say you're sorry. And so that's that was kind of the clue, you know, there that was essentially to mislead you into thinking that, you know, this was just some mom being really fucking weird, uh, disciplining her her child in a very weird way. But when the reveal happens, she's like, hey, Elias, you know, your brother's dead, but the accident wasn't your fault, wasn't his fault. Yeah. We don't know what the accident was. But we're left at that point to assume that that accident is what killed maybe the father, maybe maybe Lucas as well, and possibly kind of fucked her face up. Yeah, I mean, it's I thought maybe there was an accident that did fuck, you know, like maybe she got in a car accident, but her face wouldn't be the only thing wrapped up. So then that played into... She's this weird, I thought it was going to go into the way of an alien to where she's this weird alien. She got like plastic surgery to blend in like one of their mother. I don't know. That's kind of what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Because there wasn't any other, there was a couple scratches on her back. But other than that, like her face was the one that was really messed up. And so that like, definitely could have been a car accident. Yeah. That was like that. Or like maybe there was a car accident and there was some fire or something. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's that's the real thing with this movie that it never actually like focuses on. Um, I really love that this it does that like six sense reveal like, hey, he's been dead the whole time, <laughs> yeah. but it's not like, whoa, he's been dead the whole time. It's just like, hey, he's been dead the whole time. Let's move on. Um, it doesn't linger yeah. on it. It doesn't try to like it doesn't give you a moment to be like, what? And think about the rest of the movie and how that like recontextualizes everything. Um, but I think it it actually did do a really good job of making you feel like he was alive and then finding out that he's dead. You look back and you're like, oh, that explains so much. That explains that ex- everything. <laughs> yeah, that explains like why, you know, Lucas would be standing there doing ready to do something and he wouldn't actually do it until Elias ran over and helped him. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was there's the one with the rocks actually early and um, Elias is like, Hey, we got you these rocks. There's one for me and one from Lucas. And the mom takes the one rock and, and walks away. Um, yeah. And just like that sort of 
that sort of stuff. And it, it was actually really cool to learn that and take a moment and think about the, the rest of the movie and be like, Oh shit, that actually like it was done really well. It didn't fake anything. It didn't. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the best way I can say it. It didn't, it didn't fake it. It didn't have Lucas do things that were real and then later be like, no, that was completely imaginary. You know, it's like everything he did didn't actually have a presence in the world. And, and that was cool. Yeah, and I th- I like how this movie is up for interpretation, and it it doesn't actually finish anything. It doesn't completely prove that the mom wasn't really the mom, and it you know it pretty much proved that Lucas was dead, supposedly. But you, you know you can take it kind of how you want it, and I I like that about the the movie. I did find I did go back to the beginning because I remember that scene where Lucas and Elias were playing and they're playing hide and seek. And I wanted to see if I missed anything. And I don't know if you caught it, but do you remember when he was in the lake? Uh, not specifically. No. Okay. So Elias was in the lake. Um, he was on his stomach on a board and he was looking for Lucas. And there's this shot of the water where you see air bubbles looking like it's somebody's last breath. And I think uh, that's how Lucas might have died because uh, this ties into another one of my theories is that is why Elias would put that fucking cat into an aquarium to symbolize his brother's death. Yeah. So that was fucked. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. I'm not a cat person, so that didn't fuck with me that much. But No, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, it's whatever. It's a movie, but. So they, they find this cat, this little kitten, and they're trying to, well, they, I can't, I'm going to keep saying they, but they find this cat and they try to hide it from their mom who doesn't discover it. And then suddenly the cat disappears and they find it dead in the basement. And the kids are like, oh, it was probably mom, which first off, fuck. Second off, yeah. <laughs> they, they keep the dead cat and then they put it in this aquarium and fill it with water. But not a, like, the, okay, that's weird, right? So people listening are going to be like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> how about the fact that they're just collecting cockroaches what in the fuck <laughs> what <laughs> there there there's a couple of those things that they decided to throw in there so there was the roaches and on top of it look where they found the cat on a pile of fucking like human skeletons. Oh, yeah like, and, wh- like why <laughs> in like a mine shaft full of just a million human bones um, yeah. <laughs> I think the human bones were to play on the fact that maybe the mom isn't who she says she is. I could see that kind of playing into that, you know, that or just like just adding to that, that theme of, of like death in general, you know, maybe, maybe Elias is dead. Maybe that wasn't actually the mom. We, we like you, like you said, we don't get a definitive (laughs) answer on that, but there are plenty of clues in there that, that lead you to believe, right? So yeah, did you think uh, the boys, when they confront her and they, they tie her up, they're trying to, you know, they're not just tying her up to torture her. They're t- tying her up to find out where their mom is. And they have this video of their mom and they're like, Hey, she has Brown eyes. Why the fuck are your eyes green? Like who the fuck <laughs> are you? Um, I couldn't actually see the video and it was like a dark video. Did were her eyes Brown in that? Or was it, 
they were. And once again, we don't get a definitive answer because she says that they were contact lenses and the lenses are in the bathroom, but the boys don't actually find it because Lucas, you know, calls his brother basically a big wuss and that that's not their fucking mom. And Elias is like 50, 50. He's like, I don't know. Like she could be the mom, but I like, you're my brother. So (laughs) yeah, you're my, you're my dad brother. You're telling me to do stuff. Uh, yeah. So it, you know, if Lucas's presence had not been there, Elias probably would have found out no. that like, Hey, no, she, this, this is her. There's a totally a reasonable explanation for this. Yeah. Um, one of the other things they, they really like hitch their horse to, they're like, show us your birthmark, you know, take the bandages off and show us your birthmark. And when she finally does, we see that she has this, you know, Marilyn Monroe esque birthmark kind of near her nose. And, that to me would have been like, and I don't think the kids ever reference it, but it, it looks like her. Like we're, we're led to believe it looks like her anyway. Yeah. But the birthmark rubbed off. Yeah. At some point they rubbed that birthmark <laughs> off. It was like a Sharpie or some shit. And <laughs> then the kids obviously freak out and she's like, no, no, no. The, the doctors removed it. Like it was, it's bad. Those things are bad. They had to take it out. <laughs> and you know we we don't get an answer for that but the most fucked up thing is that picture they find a mm-hmm. picture of uh, i'm assuming twins right like they're trying to reference yeah. that the mom also has a twin yeah well no the i don't know i mean it could have been a twin she claimed that it was a friend and they like to dress alike. See, I thought it was a sister. Oh, I thought it was a twin sister and the mom. Are you ready for my fucking crazy theory? Okay. So I thought it was the you. sister. <laughs> I thought it was the sister that was actually there in the house. And she didn't look exactly like the mom, but she wanted to look like her for Elias and Lucas is dead. The mom is dead. Something tragic happened. And she's trying to convince Elias that she's his mom to help him move on because he know she knows that he's so attached to Lucas. Because I, I already took it as it is. It's like I'm like, Lucas is dead. Like there's no fucking way. Like he's gotta be dead. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's my that was my crazy theory on the so, picture yeah. because we don't get a solution to that either. Okay, so I, I missed the the line where uh, she explains that it's her friend, but this it yeah. totally, yeah, like I'm with you. Um, <laughs> so some some accident happened, killed everyone but Lucas. Uh, the, yeah. the the sister slash friend, whatever we're gonna call her, had the facial surgery to look more like the mom. But they yeah, they like, can't, can you fucking imagine that? <laughs> they they like, can't that'd be so good. Yeah, and he's there to essentially, or she, I'm sorry, is there to take care of Elias, like to guide, to make him, you know, help him grow up, to to be a parent to him. Otherwise, he has he has nobody and nothing. So, yeah. you know, that happens. She's not used to being a mom. She's not as good. Um, doesn't know, you know, the the lullaby and and all that stuff. Apparently, yeah, think, his favorite song, yeah. I think that that is, you know, my my headcanon for this movie, whether it's real or not. And it it only makes it that much more horrifying. 
like that only makes yeah. this this movie <laughs> just like on a deep level fucking like terrifying honestly yeah i i liked it I liked it, and I think everybody's going to have an opinion. We don't have the answer, folks. The only thing we have are facts. We're going to state them in this podcast. We have no we have answers on what opinions. the fuck happened. We have no answers. <laughs> but it, it just keeps on fucking with your head because there's facts that come out that make you rethink that you got the plot down. Even at the end, fucking Elias burns down the house. Did he get out alive? We don't fucking know. He could have died. And then... I don't know if you caught this, but during the fucking fire, when it's showing like the house is on fire and there's all the firefighters around it, you obviously see a woman in a yellow dress walk yeah. out of the house, which By the fire I'm assuming, truck. yeah, could be the yeah. mom, could be the sister, could be the friend. We don't fucking know. And then <laughs> Elias <laughs> and Lucas are in the cornfield and they all come together as a family. In my head, I think Elias died. I think he got trapped inside the house somehow. Yeah, he must have gotten trapped in the house. The only thing I could think of was she locked all those fucking doors. <laughs> well, yeah, she she tried to. Well, she tried to escape. She got out the one door, so they would have had to lock the door, and maybe they fucked up. Um, yeah, but yeah, you're you're you see that scene at the end where the three of them are reunited and everything, and it, it has this like. You know, it's dark, it's nighttime, but it has this glow to it that makes you think that like, oh, okay, all three of these people are ghosts now and they're <laughs> reunited in the afterlife or whatever. And what a dark fucking ending. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it because it, it also played tricks. Um, I might not have done this for you, but on, on my vision, they made the character super bright with a really dark background. So if you've ever stared, like stared at a light bulb for too long and then look at a wall and start to blink, you see, you know, parts of the light bulb. It did that for me. I saw the silhouettes of the three people in the smoke at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it like it super fucked with me. Like <laughs> even when it was over, I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> my brain hurts. It's the kind of impression you can only do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah on, no on individual person uh <laughs> yeah and if we're you know if the rest of our theory tracks the ghost of the friend just gets no peace like nah, nah. <laughs> she just burned alive and <laughs> now she's in purgatory somewhere else i suppose i don't know yeah i don't know i mean even the fire like even that fucks with me because she found she got super pissed when she found a lighter in Elias's bed, like, did he start a fire before? And like, yeah, that was <laughs> you know what I mean. That made me think that like her face had gotten burned. Mm. If if it was actually the mom, but no, I'm I'm going with this other I'm going with this other theory, and and that's that's the beauty of this movie is you can do that. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. funny because most horror movies you watch, if you begin to pick them apart, they become less scary and less effective and more hokey. In this movie, the more you pick it apart, the <laughs> more fucked up and cringeworthy and just um, t- like horrifying it gets because you yeah, start just... <laughs> start putting putting the pieces together in your own mind because it doesn't give you concrete information. Yeah, I mean, what do you think about the forest scene when she walks into the forest and does that fucking yeah, that was fucking weird bobblehead thing. Oh, that was fucking. I don't. 
Like, what is that? That does that, <sighs> folks. That literally has nothing to do with this movie. It was just kind of thrown in there, I think, to you know, fuck your brain up a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she just like, walks into the woods. She strips down to nothing, and then she stands there and starts like fucking headbanging, and it's <laughs> it's sped up like four times. So you know, her face is all blurry, and it's just going on for like thirty five seconds to like a minute, maybe, and that's it. Like we don't. <laughs> I was like, is this the Blair Witch? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, I just, yeah, there's so many weird little things. And it's funny because we talk about it. Like, why the fuck would they put that in there? But they did that on purpose to to, to completely fuck your vision up of this whole movie. Yeah. And I I have no idea why. Like, I cannot reason why that scene there. Uh, And it's so (laughs) inconsequential as it stands that I didn't even remember it was there. Like until you said that I had completely forgotten it existed. Oh, I remembered. Cause I was waiting for something. But <laughs> nothing ever came of it. <sighs> Maybe she was possessed. No, I, I like the other, I like the other idea. Uh, this, this movie is <laughs> fucking good. Like, I think it's worth yeah. a lot. Um, I, I love horror movies. Uh, that's, one of the main reasons we're doing an entire month or not horror. I love foreign horror movies. Uh, (laughs) One of the main reasons we're doing an entire month of them. Um, And like this exemplifies that perfectly because it, it is not, this is not how American horror movies are made. Generally speaking. No, if they would have made it, they would have butchered it by far and it would have been really fucking bad. I dread to see the American remake of this movie (laughs) where (laughs) the mom turns into like a slasher villain and she's like pounding down the doors and you know, there's jump scares and shit. Like I don't, mm. but they're not even going to be real jump scares. It's going to be the cat leaping from a bookshelf into the camera. Fucking (laughs) shit. I hate that. (laughs) Fucking a loud like music sting. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's incredibly well made. Um, but any anything else we got we got to say about this? I mean, I I'm so happy we watched this. Like, yeah, no, it it definitely blew me away. It gets you thinking, and it's fun to go through the movie and have a completely different storyline from the beginning in your head, and then what you think might happen at the end it there. Yeah. I probably had four different plots throughout this movie of how I thought it was going to end. None of them came true, but I had four different ones. And you know, I, I uh, dread anyone hearing this who has not, um, who has not already seen it and now cannot watch it with that pure mind. Uh, but even, <laughs> even that said, I think this movie is, is well worth a watch. It's, beautiful is very well made i think the acting especially by those two boys is fantastic yeah it's good they fucking pull it off so that's that's our official recommendation uh eight thumbs up out of five (laughs) five thumbs up yeah (laughs) yeah uh do we have any news this week something something uh the boy two, the sequel to the boy um yeah which i boy, didn't right? yeah i didn't watch the first one because apparently the boy is named 
as the same name as my son. So oh, that so, so, already fucking freaks me out. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. Um, that's not true. It's so not. You, you, you said that. No, the the boy's name is Brahms. That's why oh, the, the the sequel the is Brahms the boy too. Um, and I didn't think about that when you said that. I was like, oh, that totally makes sense. Like you don't want to watch a fucking creepy horror movie about you know a kid that is named after your son or named the same as your son. Um, but no, no, the kid's name is Brahms, and and he's not actually a kid. It's a doll. Um, it it is I a. I can't Chuck- think of what fucking movie I'm thinking of. Then there's one know. that's named Oliver, and I specifically didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see, I can see that. Um, <laughs> if I type in horror movie Oliver, a movie called Who's Watching Oliver comes up, and that is not <laughs> it. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> uh. It's probably not like. Uh no, mm-mm. Shut in? Nah, I don't know. This this is going nowhere. Yeah. Uh, so no, we, so we did get a, a trailer for that movie, and that looks bad. Um, <laughs> I, I did, did actually like the first it. one. Okay. Um, I I thought it was you know unique enough. Um, I I won't get into why, but I, I did think the first one first one was worth a watch. Uh, the second one just looks hilariously bad oh god so which we're gonna have normally to i'm it. in for but <laughs> uh, maybe not maybe not this time uh and then we did yeah. get the official trailer for spiral uh, since oh since we did we last spoke are you into we that did. i am i think i think chris rock is gonna do really well he l- I haven't really seen him in a serious role. And from what I caught of the trailer, I think it's going to be great. I can't say the same on Samuel L. Jackson. So, yeah, I just hope he's not super Sam Jackson, you know? Yeah. I mean, I love Sam Jackson for being Sam Jackson, but I, I don't think it'd work in this movie. No, not when it's trying to be like this kind of, high tension like slow environment you know if we have deep blue sea sam jackson coming in fucking screaming and shit (laughs) it just it just ain't gonna work yeah no i don't think so but i'm excited for that i'm excited for um we got another invisible man trailer and holy shit yeah yeah i was just gonna say that (laughs) that movie looks really fucking good I hope it doesn't go hollow man. Like I, I feel like it's already skirting the line of that. I just hope it doesn't dive into it. I don't think it will, but it just from the trailer, it kind of looks like it's skirting that line. Yeah. Uh, have you seen <laughs> this? Um, the stuff about this fantasy Island movie. I think yes. did we talked about this last time. Maybe. I don't think so. I've seen bits and pieces of the trailer pop up, but yes, I've seen some of it. What are your thoughts on it? It's I don't. It's just like a semi horror take on Fantasy Island, and I'm into it. Like I love that they keep taking these movies or these properties. I should say, like Fantasy Island is is your kind of Indiana Jones adventure sort of thing, right? Unless I'm crazy. No, no, I don't think you're crazy. Um, so like th- with that and like the banana splits, 
Um, they, they take these things and they're like, hey, here's our horror <laughs> version of this. Yeah. Still got to see that one. You know, I, I think you should. Did and you I watch it as well? No, oh, okay. no, but like, I just, <laughs> I think that it's one of those things that, uh, needs to be seen, you know? Yes. Once, once we so can, too. once we can easily do that, I will, I think we should do that. Um, there is yeah, one thing I want to bring up real quick. Um, there is a fan made book by the title scary stories, a tribute to terror, uh, that is now available. It is a, you know, like a fan fiction sort of thing um, okay. made for the scary stories to tell in the dark. And mm. at scary stories, tribute.com, you can pick up a copy. Um, I really want to do that. I, you know, I don't know if the quality is going to be quite as good, but yeah, 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 I love the idea. I, I just love it. Okay. Yeah, no, I'd be down for that. As far as news, I don't really have much. There's more stuff coming out about haunting of Hill House, so hopefully that's yes. going to be soon. <laughs> Was it the haunting of something Manor this season, right? Uh, yeah, Bly Manor. Bly Manor. That's right. Yeah, I, I like and, the idea that that's going to be some sort of anthology thing. Yes, I think that's a good step for sure. Uh, speaking of anthologies, how about that reboot of um, Amazing Stories? I'm fucking pissed, dude. I wish the streaming services would just figure this shit out because I can't pay for 10 of them. Like, <laughs> it's you know only on Apple TV. I'm fucking upset. You know what's hilarious about this? I, I took my iPhone into Best Buy to get it fixed for the second time in like three months. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you know what? This is beyond repair. This is covered by Apple. We're just going to give you a new phone. We're going to replace your iPhone with another iPhone. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Okay. Like, that, that, that works for me. Um, a couple months after that, I get an email. It's like, hey, your newest device purchase qualifies you for a year of Apple Plus for free. I'm like, oh, oh hell shit. yeah, let's do that. <laughs> the only, uh, there's not that much on that streaming service, though, that I've heard about. Usually shows will be talked about by now. And the only ones that I stumbled upon that looked interesting was the amazing stories that you sent me, which I have no, I don't even know when the fuck that's going to come out. And then there's a Beastie Boys documentary that I want to see, but that, yeah. that's it. <laughs> I do want to see that. Um, there's, there's a new show from the, it's always sunny people um, called mythic quest. Okay. It's about a, like a game development studio. Uh, looks pretty fucking funny. Um, there's some other, I think it's uh, Servant. It's an M. Night Shyamalan show. I really want to see that. It's got uh, Rupert Grint, the dude who played Harry's friend uh, Ron in Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, th and there's some other ones that, that look, you know, like, all right, I'll watch that. You know, there's um, a lot of like drama stuff on there that I feel like I I will get into. Um, yeah. But I haven't I haven't watched any of it yet. I, I don't know how how that service is is doing. <laughs> I mean, if it's, it has it's any fresh. sort of yeah, they can't let Disney have anything, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Disney's got um, uh, Mandalorian, and that's that's all they need, I suppose. 
and Obi Wan once they come out with it. But yeah, it, if uh, I, I did don't know stumble if I ever upon said on here, um, I think we talked about that a while back, and you said it was on hold, and I was like, oh no, they didn't didn't do that. Yeah, they they did do that. That's a that's a thing. They did put it on hold. Is it back yep. yet? I haven't okay. seen. Oh damn it! Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine because apparently Megan Fox is going to be in another <laughs> Jennifer's Body Two. <laughs> it's actually called Till Death, and the story seems kind of f- fucked up. It says the story focuses on Emma Fox and her survival when going up against two hired killers. There's a catch, though. She's handcuffed to her dead husband as a part of some brutal revenge. God damn. <laughs> so she she fucks some people over. They handcuffed her to her dead husband, and now she's got to fight off two killers. <laughs> so here's the thing. <laughs> if this was literally anybody but Megan Fox, I would be excited about this. I feel you. <laughs> I don't I don't like her. I don't. She's got a weird thumb. She's not she a good actress. She's got two of them. She got two weird thumbs. Does she have two weird thumbs? I only knew about she's the one. She got two toe thumbs, man. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't like her. I don't like her. Yeah. I takes For how many people like Jennifer's body? I didn't. Is that I a thing? Like Do people it. like that? Yeah, a lot of people that I talked to you about horror movies and when that movie came out, everybody was about it. And maybe it's cause I watched like more fucked up movies when I was a kid that like it didn't phase me and it was not a good, I don't know, possession. I'm not even gonna call it a possession oh. movie. It's fucking awful. <laughs> it seemed, it seemed cheesy as fuck. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's just, like real it's fucking cheesy. Yeah. Uh, last thing I want to mention, uh, trailers have been going around for this Antlers movie, right? Have you seen those? Yes. Fucking weird. Uh, Looks a little weird. The director, Scott Cooper, is now attached to the film version of a book called A Head Full of Ghosts. And um, I, I read this book. I, I found it. I think it was at Hastings at the time. Okay. And I looked at the cover. I, I did my classic. I'm going to judge this book by its cover. It has a a quote from Stephen King on it, and I'm just going to read that here for you. Scared the living hell out of me, and I'm pretty hard to scare. Um, (laughs) God, I love that, man. Fucking fantastic book. Perfect name for a book. A head full of ghosts. Like, what the fuck? Um, And now we're getting getting a movie version of that, and I'm cautiously optimistic. Is it a Stephen King book? No, it is by Paul Tremblay. Um, he's, He's another horror author. He's done some really good stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, Stephen King did not put a quote on his own book about how much it scared him. <laughs> well, he always talks about Pet Cemetery and how it was really hard for him to finish the book. It's either oh, that it was, it was hard for Stephen King to finish a book? Oh, weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we got any more noteworthy news to run down, or should we just uh, wrap I it have up? T- I have two tidbits. Um, Mark Hamill has been casted in Kevin Smith's remake of the Masters of the Universe cartoon as Skeletor. Oh, yeah. That's right. There's so, a ton of people in there. Yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> yes, that is going to be great. The cast list that was released was fucking heavy. 
Um, yeah, it's Kevin <laughs> Lena, Smith. Lena man. Hetty from Game of Thrones. Uh, Jason Muse is in there. Alicia yes. Silverstone, Kevin Conroy, Sarah Michelle Geller. Like, there's old and new, <laughs> great and ready to revive their careers alike. They're all over. <laughs> Speaking of reviving careers, there is a remake of Escape from New York coming. Oh, that's right. With Kurt Russell's son. Does that um does that still have James Wan attached to it? Um it is possible. Yeah. Okay. Oh yes. Um anything James Wan does I want to see. I think it does. It says Lay Wanell, which did upgrade and saw. So uh, she was yeah. on the project with James Wan, I'm guessing. I, I would I would just you know it's uh, inconsequential, but that is, that is a man. That is a that is a male person. Um Wait, but, Wyatt Russell. Yeah. Holy shit. Is it that's the dude from Black Mirror? Uh <laughs> yeah, he was in he was in one of those. He was in the one he that you in, told me to watch that made me yeah, love Black yeah, yeah. Mirror. <laughs> yeah, the what the fuck was the name Gameplay. of that episode? Gameplay, yes, yeah, and he, oh, fuck, he more just blew and my more mind. Every, every fucking day starts to look like Kurt Russell. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even put two and two together. That's fucking crazy. I'm so excited yeah. now. <laughs> um, if James Wan is actually attached to that movie, I will fucking see it. Um, he he is producing on his list of you know things he's producing. There's a lot of stuff I'm pretty interested in. Uh, one of which is a remake of the Tommy Knockers, and let's seen, do it. I haven't seen that one. Oh, <laughs> we gotta watch Tommy Knockers. <laughs> oh man, I will say nothing about its quality. We have to watch the Tommy Knockers. <laughs> yeah, man, he's a busy dude. He's got fucking Mortal Kombat, a new Conjuring movie, some weird fucking. Other horror movies I've never heard of. He's got Spiral. He's got The Nun 2. He's got The Crooked Man. I'm not excited for The Nun 2, but The Crooked Man I'm fucking down with. And then apparently an Aquaman movie and an Aquaman mini TV series. Yeah, busy guy. Yeah. Jesus. Well, this, this is all production stuff. So theoretically, he's just, you know, looking at scripts and being like, yep, that's good. Get it going. And. He is, however, directing. He has just finished a movie, and he's going to be directing Aquaman two. Uh, so you know, he he definitely is a busy person. But um, he's just a hit or miss in my book. That's the only problem that I have with him because the nun was not good. The couple, the last two Insidious movies, to me, were not good. But Conjuring you was shut great. Your damn mouth. <laughs> they were awful. They had nothing to fucking do with anything. Ah, oh, they were great. Uh, get out of here. <laughs> but they're so, like swamp thing fucking great <laughs> here's here's the thing that i worry about with james wan and it may already be happening um he made such a name for himself with saw and the conjuring and kind of now aquaman there there was a time where every movie from the now defunct weinstein company mm. had um quentin tarantino's name on it it was like produced by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. And there was some straight up garbage that came out stuff that he didn't have <laughs> anything to do with. His name was just attached because this, that, or the other reason. 
Yeah. Um, the same thing kind of happened with M night Shyamalan, uh, stuff that he was not actually involved in was thrown into, Hey, this is from M night Shyamalan. Uh, so that, <laughs> that made his name even worse than the stuff he directed that actually sucked. Um, so I worry that that's going to happen to James Wan soon. If it isn't already happening, you know, with stuff like the nun. Ugh, God, that movie sucked. <laughs> it, it wasn't, it wasn't great. It no. was not great. No. Well, Jeff, um, that was good night, mommy and other so. stuff. <laughs> um, what do you say next week? We finally get to that other foreign horror movie that's said to be one of the scariest movies ever made. Okay. Now I'm ready. After good night, mommy, can... <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. I think we can do it this time. And I think that's what we'll do next week. Sweet. All righty. Uh, this has been, that's terrible. He's Jeff and I'm Jordan, and thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time.